What's up, observers? <laughs> what are you doing over there, John? I pulled out my headphones. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to go ahead and out there. If you guys don't watch the YouTube, uh, you, need to, <laughs> you need to start watching the YouTube because it's a if disaster we'll, every start we'll of the just show. Just to watch John. Uh, where is it? It's on both sides. Hey, give uh, the guy a hand. No, I got it. I got it. He's got one. <laughs> I see what you did well, there. Pretty soon I'll have two if this COVID vaccine works. Yeah, we are, uh, as, as as we posted about, I'm we here. are five-sixths of the way vaccinated. All good. So. All good. All right. Well, are you ready to start the show, John? Yeah, let's do this thing. Okay. Well, um, we've got a special episode today. If you're watching on YouTube, you can um, kind of see already, but we are joined today by a special guest. So, um, we've got... Josh Canfield here. Josh, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, doing great. Uh, Josh is all of our friend from uh, our friends from you know when we went to OSU and mm-hmm. um, John, you and Josh were roommates. Yeah, for we twice, twice, twice. Oh, yeah, Seminole yeah. and at. Well, no, not at Seminole. No, we were in an apartment here. And then we were. It in was house. very dumpy. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, that's what we get. It was the cheapest one we could find. <laughs> Last minute. It's cheap it smelled like mold all was, semester. And there were bad things happening next door. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we almost called the cops. We probably should have. We probably should have. Yeah. Uh, and then we were roommates right after I graduated. Yeah. And it, that was fun. That was at the house. Great house. That was with Nick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He who must not be named. <laughs> Nick Hole. <laughs> yeah. And that was when, I mean, I guess I knew you from False Creek, but um, we started hanging out. Mm-hmm. When you were guys were living together, and that's how I met John, um, and then John and I became best friends. So suck it, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, you're welcome. Yeah. And then uh, Stan moved up to Stillwater oh, about a year after that, and then mm-hmm. yeah. So we're all just big one happy family. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but we've got a fun show today. We're gonna um, you know really just have a fun conversation and then end it with a draft as usual. So before we get started. Follow us on social media, Twitter, at Party Observers, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, at Third Party Observers. Make sure to um, go to Twitter each week and cast a vote on the polls. We're, we're not getting we, – we, we have about 40 people listen each week, and only like 10 to 12 people vote, and that's just – that's not, not the response the we need. unacceptable. <laughs> we need those extra 30 to go in and vote for me. Nah, so no. that I can win nah. this because it's well. Obviously, don't vote for Stan because he likes to cheat at all the drafts. Listen, it's not because I cheat; it's because you guys don't explain the rules. We do explain the rules. No, no. Austin, do you think we explain the rules? I thought we explained the rules perfectly last time. Same. All right, I need more information. I'm staying out of this. <laughs> yeah, hey, you be on my side, Josh. They don't explain the rules. If you know anything about John and Austin, they're going to do anything to give themselves an edge. No. Well, and to be fair. I haven't genius. heard one rule about this draft yet. True. <laughs> There's no rule True. about this one. It's just iconic sports So there are no moments. rules. Yeah. That's what they say not about everyone. One. Not in this And one. then they tell me the rules right before. No, yeah. that's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so <laughs> I wanted to bring something up that's been uh, it really just kind of showed up on the internet. Has it been on your heart lately? Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's been on my heart, on my mind in the last 24 hours. Um, and that... Is that Bobcat video? Oh uh, my gosh! <laughs> uh, Josh, have you the, seen it? Down yeah, the, it's going on uh, Twitter. Electric pole? 
No, no, no. no, no. Okay, so have y'all seen that one? Uh-uh. Oh, okay, no. go ahead. Um, a guy, or like the uh, husband and wife are like getting ready to leave for work, you know, and they they have like one of those cameras on their garage, um, and so the guy walks out and he's like waving to a neighbor who's running, like good morning, and yeah. and then he's like, oh, I need to wash my car, and then the wife kind of starts heading to the, and then all of a sudden you hear this uh, scream. cat scream. And this cat comes up behind this lady and starts. And he like jumps on yeah, her and, and like attacking her, and so she's r- trying to run away from it. And the husband comes and then like grabs it, thinking it's just a normal cat, <laughs> and then is like running with it, <laughs> yeah, like Lion King. Lying King in it. Oh my gosh! And uh, he's like, "It's a puppy!" <laughs> 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 and then he just tomahawks <laughs> it. <laughs> And then it comes right back. And yeah. Like, oh my and God. so he's chasing after it. This, the lady that he said good morning to that was just running on the street, you know, she starts running in as if she's going to help. Um, and, and so he, the guy, the husband is like running by the car and, and <laughs> oh my he gosh, tosses it across the yard. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he's like, Oh my goodness. I'm going to effing shoot that thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that thing didn't jump in his car door. No kidding. That would have been even worse. Because oh, yeah. the car door was open. Then yeah. you just have Crazy. to burn the car. Yeah. Then you would have to burn the car. <laughs> but that wow. did bring up uh, another question that I saw on Twitter, which was, you know, Bobcats are, you know, oftentimes uh, mascots for teams. So what is the biggest animal mascot that you think you could take in a fight? Just hand, yeah, I mean it, a surprise fight. Yeah, surprise fight. You're not prepared. You're not. You've never been training for it like Batman. You know, you're just like you're in the wild. Boom! There's there's the wild animal. You've got to fight it. Oh, um, the Oregon ducks. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest. <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking about Why it. Not it's like, sell yourself short. I don't want to go after like a tiger or a cougar or something. Oh, I mean, oh, I might yeah. try to no. take a bobcat, but. I'm, I'm playing the same. I'm, I'm going with the duck. I'm going duck hunting. <laughs> you know, I was, yeah, first thing that popped in my head was the UTSA Roadrunners. Oh. I'll destroy that Roadrunner so hard. You you You'll never catch it. Catch it. Uh, if it's attacking me, I'll kick it so hard. <laughs> it can't fly. I'll kick like it up I and, kicked that milk jug at you that day when we were yeah, living together? Like I'll kick it, and it can't fly. So it's just going to go up, and then it's going to come down dead. John's going to be like Wile E. Coyote and like end up dropping a piano on himself. and <laughs> No. Or realistically, I think I could take a bulldog. Mm. Okay, sure. Yeah, I thought about that I one didn't, too. I didn't want to bring up any <clears throat> dogs because I'm just saying, Michael Vick. Yeah. I'm just saying you said. <laughs> well, he wasn't fighting dogs. Correct. He was getting dogs to go fight each other. Yeah, <laughs> same I'm, thing, right? I'm just saying, like, oh, the I'm biggest, not saying John's a dog. But like, I'm not gonna go take on a dirty like, dog. Maybe I could take. Oh, I bet you I could actually. I think I could take on a wolf. There's no way you could take <laughs> on a wolf. <laughs> Die so fast. I think I get be dead. See, a wolf is strongest with a pack. It doesn't. A wolf is stronger than you. There's no way. <laughs> I could do it. I it 100% eat your could face do it. Off. I'm <laughs> thinking. I'm thinking the Florida Gators. Because oh, hell no. Oh, <laughs> no way. oh yeah. Well, there's definitely oh, strategy to take yeah, on a gator. Yeah. Anything water based. I'm out. Well, okay. Yeah. Question: Is it in the water or is it out of the water? It's out of the water. Okay, so that's fair. Yeah. Nah. You'd be Steve Irwin up in here. Hopefully not. Well, <laughs> as long as you're not fighting a stinger, right. he, he, he didn't die fighting an R. alligator. Yeah. What, can we just talk about defeat? Like you live your life with all these alligators all yeah. the time, and it's like, oh, he died from a stinger. Okay. okay, so, so well, actually, producer Amy, Amy and uh, our friend Heather yeah. 
they have a theory that they they really do not think that Steve Irwin died by a stingray. They think mm. someone. They don't even know if he's dead. Yeah, they think he's still alive, <laughs> and that and that someone is covering up Steve Irwin's death and Why? blaming it on stingrays, like. That yeah, I mean, because like his whole thing was like, oh, um, he died some other way. Conservation and you know, especially like protecting alligators. I mean, alligators were like yeah. his big thing, and they think an alligator killed him, but but to, he's not dead. But to avoid <laughs> um, embarrassment, embarrassment, mm. and you know, like an outrage against alligators, instead they're like, we'll, we'll put this on a stingray. <laughs> and poor that, guy. that poor guy. their big theory. Pick a stingray, At and least it pick, makes like, a shark me or so mad when they bring it up because it's so dumb. It's so absurd. It's the it's the dumbest conspiracy. Well, you would know immediately if you died by an alligator, right? Like, I mean, like everybody would know. <laughs> oh, like, there it, would be nothing yeah. left of you. Correct. You'd be your face would be eaten. But off. I still think I could, could take one. Ah, there's no way. All you have to do is stand on his bottom jaw, and open his mouth. Good luck, man. <laughs> his bottom jaw is. Oh. How, how strong are you? Not very. <laughs> well, they're stronger at closing than they are at opening. So that's why Steve always came behind and like closed their mouth because they can't open their mouth, but they can oh. shut it really, really hard. Yeah. yeah, I think they have like a two thousand pound bite or something like yeah. that. Like it's insane. I'm okay, so I'll go with a different tactic because <laughs> <laughs> you can wrap like duct tape around his mouth and he can't open it. Perfect. See, easy. And you t- picked a duck. We could definitely do a gator. <laughs> do you think you could take a goose? A hundred percent. Although yeah. there's nothing worse than running around Boomer and the geese going like. <sighs> They're so mean. Are, they Especially when it's dark out and you're mean. like, if you come near me, I'm probably going to punch you. I will punch you. you. <laughs> That's <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if... So, you know at Seminole there used to be geese? Oh, yeah. There still are probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but, so I was friends with uh, some golfers. Who <laughs> <laughs> shall not be named. You sound shame. Well, I don't... He doesn't want to give it away. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, we were... Riding around in this guy's truck, and he may or may not have actually run one over. <laughs> accidentally. I don't know. <laughs> Quote, unquote, accidentally. Yeah. And so we cooked it up in the... Like yeah, the, like the guys that accidentally... Oh, like a cho- Christmas miracle? Yeah, it's kind of like a Christmas miracle. <laughs> so he had like one of those little propane grills in yeah. the back of his truck. And oh so he skinned God. it and we... You accidentally ran over the geese? Just like they kind of accidentally chopped the new trees down at Seminole? Remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about that. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> what? We'll go ahead and move past that so that John doesn't get arrested. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Um, Statue of Limitations is probably passed, right? I don't know. I mean, were they protected trees? They had just planted them. So, like, they had uh, two lakes, like ponds. Yeah. And they were just developing another one and put a sidewalk around it and planted a bunch of trees. And, like, everybody wakes up one morning out of the dorms and, like, <laughs> They're all gone. half of the new ones are chopped down with an axe. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Seminole sounds great. Yeah. It was a great time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Josh, how have you been staying busy during the pandemic? Well, so we, I do high school athletic fundraising and I've done that since 2014. And then uh, we, that kind of got shut down because of COVID stuff when schools got shut down. A lot of travel involved with yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, just staying yeah, yeah. drive a bunch. And then also yeah, and then we just couldn't, even go into schools. couldn't go into schools because they were all virtual. And, um, so we stayed busy by starting a lawn care business, lawn care and landscaping yeah. business. So that's kept us busy for the last year. And nice. then fundraising started back in August. So then we got twice as busy. <laughs> yeah. So are you still doing both? Yeah. 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 And nice. you're 
able to go back into schools now or like I don't know I don't know nothing secretively about no I'm just kidding yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. no I'm not allowed to go back into school <laughs> no we don't go in the back door of the gym <laughs> no absolutely yeah we can go back in it's still kind of iffy we're hoping by August everything's finally back to normal mm-hmm. um, you know some districts are like no visitors allowed at all mm. and some are like yeah wear a mask come on in and so you comply when yeah. you have to so how did you get involved in that the fundraising side of things so the fundraising side started when i was in college actually john and i were living together uh, our first year up here and met a guy at countryside uh, that did the fundraising and uh, so i started building the cards for him because i needed a job in college and did the merchant side and then after i got done with college then he uh, asked me if i'd come on full time and kind of run my own fundraising business alongside him did you have any so, experience zero no mm. so what was that because well, you, you, you were kind of going you were going to school for like uh, education. education yeah right? i was gonna teach and well because you changed your you changed your major like seven times i changed my major seven times and still got out right at the four-year mark <laughs> yeah i don't know how <laughs> you've been that. <laughs> no idea did you stay <laughs> within the like the same of, no because no at one point he was a business a major business exercise science because um, at one one semester we had like all of the same classes yeah and that's that's the first semester we were here that was a semester where you may or may not have had a that was this no a, i won't tell you that's exactly no, a that's, may or may Hypothetically speaking, <laughs> allegedly, uh, allegedly, there may or may not have been some test answers floating some around. Guides, guides, yeah, some study guides. Study guides and floating John around. and I were in the same <laughs> class and took the first test, and I bombed it like I did every test um, because I just didn't like to study. Yeah, and Nobody John's does. like, "Oh, I made a ninety-five on it," and yeah. I was like, "What?" and so, like, well, we were and studying. At, at this point, we were not, like, we, we lived together, but we weren't, we didn't, we weren't yeah, super we weren't, good friends. Yeah, we were, we were good friends. We were like, roommates. But, like, yeah, a little more than that, but, like, we just didn't know each other super well yet. Yeah. And so, um, then John's studying for a test, or, or somehow it comes up after that first test, and he's like, well, I like, you know. I have the study guide. I have the study guide for it. Or, or maybe it was, I knew somebody that could get the study guide for it. And John's like, oh, yeah, I have it, too. And I was like, what? You didn't tell me? And he's like, well, I just didn't know, like, how you'd feel about it. I was like, about making a good grade on a test? So, so yeah. So, then, uh, anyway, going back, then, mm-hmm. you know, had no experience in it other than I played sports in high school. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, um, just being able to talk to coaches, formulate, formulate a game plan to mm-hmm. kind of financially get them where they need to go was yeah. kind of how we went about it. So, I used a little bit of business in that and then a lot of just my – High yeah. school experience. I mean, you just like to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get well, like sports. I mean, and, and funding and and high school sports is so hit or miss, especially like you know when you compare like Tulsa Union mm-hmm. versus TPS Choctaw High School uh, versus oh, yeah. Inola, or yeah. you know, like oh, absolutely Chandler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then by sport too. I mean, most schools. Yeah, like, so so we have a lot. You know, there's probably ten to fifteen percent of schools that. Um, like programs that are fully funded and need a little bit of fundraising. And then there's a 90, 85, 90% of the ones we deal with have zero. Like we work with a lot of classes A and two A schools that they get nothing for football for their budget. And so like we have to raise them everything they have to get. Um, and that's only getting worse. You know, they're probably going to get yeah. cut again this year because of pandemic stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, as education gets cut, then 
I mean, they've, every every school's got to make cuts somewhere. Yep. Mm-hmm. So go buy those cookies, everybody. <laughs> so go buy those cookies and discount cards. <laughs> go, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so how? I mean, how did you approach that work of not having any experience in, you know, that kind of fundraising? Just, I mean, it's, I imagine it's a lot of cold calling too. Like, yeah. So after one of our summers of working at Falls Creek, my last one, um, I I was graduating and. John and I were talking, you're like, what are we going to do? That Like, he had his senior year, and I was like, I don't know what we're going to do. We're yeah. like, no idea what I'm going to do for work. And uh, I was thinking I was going to go work at a church, maybe. Um, and then it's just like, that didn't work out. And uh, and so I talked to Nick, and he said, hey, I've got a bunch of stuff in August. If you can help me run these fundraisers, then you decide if it's something you want to do. This is not roommate Nick. This is No, no yeah, this okay. is uh, <laughs> adrenaline That's very surprising. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, so I signed a lease on a house like that next day. He told John. John's like, yeah, I'm still looking for a house too. So like him and we got one more roommate um, all moved in together. And then I did a couple of fundraisers for Nick that he already had set up, just go and run the fundraiser. And I was like, dude, this is awesome. Like, yeah. I love this. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, hey, you start full-time September 1. And uh was like, okay, great. What's 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 pay? What's that? You know, because it didn't really matter <laughs> to me. I didn't have another job. <laughs> I was like, I accepted yeah. something. I didn't know what it was. And uh, and he said, oh, you're self-employed. Like, this is your own business. And so, like, I said, oh, okay, so nothing. He's like, correct. Like, you know, you, you go sign all <laughs> yeah, your fundraisers and nothing. You, make, you make that, uh-huh, you know. Yeah. And so it's just – it's basic. It's the rule of self-employment, right? I mean, you yeah. just make your own. Like, so typical, but typically with sales jobs, not to get too in depth, but typically with sales jobs, when you first start out, they put you on a draw, and so it's like, hey, if we project you're going to make fifty thousand this year, then we'll pay you this much every two weeks, and if you don't hit it, then you better hit it next year, you know. And if you hit over that, then that's where your bonus comes in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if that's how yours works or when you first started. I've got or a not. base salary. Okay. That they started me on. Okay. Yeah. So. Stands a little different, but a lot of your um, sales a job, <laughs> a lot of your sales jobs will set you up on a draw, especially fundraising side. Yeah. I don't know about anything else, but we'll set you up on a draw. But he was like, "Oh no, your draw is zero. <laughs> like, <laughs> go get started." Yeah, that's <laughs> so that's rough, and it's kind of scary. Yeah, you and got so, bills yeah. To pay yeah, and, and you so got September s- one, twenty fourteen, um, we started, and you know, John was there the whole time. I mean, we're, he wasn't doing school and. Then we signed a bunch of schools and started counting a bunch of cards and, and bundled them up. And well, I was say, I mean, you know, that kind of work, how soon from whenever you started, were you able to maybe not necessarily turn a profit, but get yeah. a paycheck? Like. Yeah. So, so I started September one, uh, Nick, great guy, the guy with adrenaline, um, you know, he, he actually gave me a couple fundraisers to run in August or to run in September, mm-hmm. just to kind of get me going yeah. that he had ran previously. And, um, probably till I ran and got paid was mid to end of October before Ooh, I got wow. a paycheck. Dang. So I was, a I was probably, yeah, probably 60 days, uh, 45 to 60 days mm-hmm. before I got my first paycheck. And wow. that was, if John may remember, I mean, I was going out to Clinton, staying two nights in a hotel, you know, and yeah, cause you have expenses. Too. Yeah. Paying yeah. it myself. Right. Yeah. I mean, just like everything I made at Falls Creek that summer, which is not much. Yeah. Everything I made at Falls Creek that summer. Shout out. Is like, shout out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Go work there. And um, I think they're still hiring. They're all yeah. hiring. Well, and it's, it was a great place to work. Yeah. Right? It's in college. Fun. It was that, awesome. That was a blast. I mean, that's and how we all, well, not yeah. how yeah. we met, but. Kind of how we got to know each other connected. more. And uh, anyway, so yeah, uh, used all my summer money to get through that. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally started getting fundraisers going. And it was like, okay, 
here we go. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. So the experience you gained with, I mean, because as you mentioned, it was like your own business. Mm -hmm. Is Did that help you when it, the pandemic started and you created this landscaping company? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, with it's easy to cold call, so to speak, is what they call it in sales coaches, because they're so relatable because mm -hmm. I mean, all of us in here can go talk to a coach about anything, right? Yeah. About football, baseball, basketball, whatever. Especially it is. if you have prior experience. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and yeah, so, I played sports in high school. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm a state champ, no big yeah. deal. <laughs> Could have went pro, <laughs> <laughs> but my shoulder. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the worst excuse. Um, well, my knee. It was my. Knee. It was my knee. <laughs> my knee. And uh, you know, so cold calling coaches was easy because I could just walk into their <laughs> field house. Mm -hmm. and start talking to them and i would just talk about sports in general like hey how's it going what, what are your needs and then it was like they'd be like who the hell are you random guy are and, you here uh, to look at the kids what's going on why did you call the police <laughs> yeah so you did in-person calls in-person calls yes. yeah so, didn't tell them you're showing up no, no appointments or so, anything so i did you know a lot of people how they get started and we're a little different in oklahoma you know, adrenaline is nationwide but Different in Oklahoma from like the small town mindset, mm -hmm. you know, because like I would go in and ask the secretary, hey, you know, uh, <laughs> this is kind of a tactic we use is walking up to this school. There's always a kid roaming around, especially your small schools. Mm -hmm. Say like, hey, who's the basketball coach? Remind me of his name. Yeah. And they tell you. And then you walk in the office and say, hey, I'm here to see Coach Bushyhead. By the name. And, uh, <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah. And I was like, is he in class? I said, I just forgot when his plan was. They're like, his plan's next hour. I was like, okay, I'll be back. Yeah. You know, and so if you do that and then yeah. they walk in, they're like. Hey man, like you just start talking with them, and then it's like, and they don't know that you there. dropped their name. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But it makes it sound like it's yeah. yeah. I, I do that too. On Absolutely. Yeah. You know. So okay. it's like the more information you get, the better. And so yeah. anyway, all that to say, that helped with Pinstrive when we started mm -hmm. our lawn care and landscaping company because um, I knew people at church that kind of shared my Facebook post mm -hmm. that I had made, like, "Hey, you can yeah. start mowing lawns," yeah. and that got us a few lawns. And then I really was more interested in like the commercial side of things. Yeah. And IBC Bank, uh, right by Texas Roadhouse here, uh, had like grass up to my knees. Dang. And so I called up there and I said, hey, where are you guys, who's y'all mowing? Are y'all looking for an estimate? Mm -hmm. And they said, well, that's corporate. And I was like, well, I'm not messing with corporate. Right? Yeah. Because anytime yeah. you hear that, it's right. just. So then fast forward to that again and then um, called a week later. It still wasn't mowed. And um, they said, well, that's corporate. I said, well, give me her name. And so I call corporate in Oklahoma City mm -hmm. and uh, and get a hold of the lady. And she's like, yeah, give us an estimate. And so that's kind of how we started. Mm -hmm. um, so that cold call was a little different yeah. You know, yeah. because it's like I'd mowed lawns and had a little lawn business in yeah. high school right. and then mowed some lawns in college. But, you know, never like, you know, we we started this thinking we'd do this for a few weeks. I could mow these lawns through the summer. Yeah. And everything back keep to normal. Keep you afloat. Yeah, yeah. keep it afloat. Yeah. And, uh, and didn't that, realize that the pandemic was going <laughs> to be. That, you know, yeah. it was going to be I don't like think anybody 14 did. months like long, yeah. and still going. Yeah. And uh, and one guy I called, I called uh, a place here in town and I said, hey, do you guys have a lawn guy? And uh, they said, yeah. And uh, I said, does he not like to mow? <laughs> 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 the, the guy started, he's like, what? And I said, your grass is like halfway up to my knee. Like, does yeah. your lawn guy not like to mow? And he like, Died laughing, took that's my information, hilarious. and then we ended up getting it <laughs> this year because that's so like, funny. You know, so, and that's a real, pretty yeah. iffy, right? Like, I mean, like, yeah. oh, you got a long guy. Is he not like mowing? You know, yeah. so yeah, that's pretty funny. Okay. So that's kind of how it transitioned. So are you, are you do some doing calls. more like commercial more than private? I guess. Yeah. So the the hard part about uh, residential, 
what you, what you would call private. Um, the hard part about residential is everybody wants to save money, especially now, which right. is fine. Mm-hmm. But they want you to mow like every two weeks. Well, I don't want to mow every two weeks. I want to mow every week, mm. you know. And mm-hmm. so um, that's why I like the commercial side. And so all of the residential we do, probably 90% of the residential we do is weekly. And then all the commercials that way. And then we got a few that are sprinkled in. Yeah. yeah. So are you doing mostly mowing or are you all, like the landscaping side of things? Are you also... You yeah, trim so bushes? We do. <laughs> Plant trees? Um, so this year I hired a, um, a girl at OSU that studies landscaping architecture. Oh, wow. Uh, and so cool. she does all of our landscaping for us yeah. now because so th- I just didn't have time to do it anymore. Right. Yeah. And so I pay her to do that. So I, I still get all the contacts, buy all the stuff, and then pay her to go do that. Yeah, so she's expanding our landscaping side. Um, my dad and I um, – partnered in doing spraying and fertilizing this year mm-hmm. you gotta have a license to do all that stuff so we started that this year um spraying a bunch of commercial and residential stuff for weeds and all that stuff and um um that's about it on the so and then a, a ton of i mean probably 80 percent of what we do is mm-hmm. mo- uh, mowing yeah. yeah no it's really um, cool to see though um and it's something that i've seen because the company i work at is pretty small and entrepreneurial too you've got to surround yourself with people who have different skill sets so obviously you don't do a whole lot of landscaping so you mm-hmm. went and found someone who did yeah it's like hey come work for me mm-hmm. and that it's it's cool to see how com- companies get formed like that and build out and oh we want to do yeah. this so we'll hire someone to do that and well and it's it's helping me a lot mm-hmm. and then i didn't think about this until her and i were talking she's like this helps her a ton too oh yeah, yeah. Know, experience, experience, and her experience so when she graduates yeah. she's a sophomore mm-hmm. you know, so i've got to lock up for a couple more years yeah, yeah. that's and, maybe she can um, be a fifth year senior yeah <laughs> <laughs> five six seven eight yeah. years who knows yeah um I mean, who knows? She may be full-time for us after yeah. that, you know, but yeah. it's going to be a lot of experience for her. Yeah, for sure. Man, that's awesome. So how are you envisioning or planning for growth and for both companies? I mean, because eventually Adrenaline's going to come back up. So Yeah. Yeah, so we we started back with Adrenaline. We're, you know, um, we're getting back to normal there. Quarter one and two last year were a combined 72% down. Hmm. Um, from adrenaline the year before Dang. this year we're close to back to normal so okay. we're, we'll get there with quarter three and four this year um but envisioning pinstripe i mean i would love to be able to if i can add about 20 percent more lawns mm-hmm. then i can hire somebody full-time t- hmm. as like a foreman to, to oversee that yeah then yeah. you don't yeah. then you're just kind of making the money you don't have to do a whole lot of stuff yeah there's a lot more involved <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're probably not gonna have to go out and mow correct and, yeah, yeah th- there'll be certain ones be that i always mow yeah uh, just because you know they like everything looking really good yeah mm-hmm. um and so until we get somebody trained to do that yeah to where i know every time it's going to be done yeah, absolutely perfectly. Uh, but yeah absolutely that would be the goal is that i can continue to grow on that side of it and have them go do the work and mm-hmm. grow on the sales side so you yeah you'd be more sales marketing stuff mm-hmm. like that and be able to focus on that yeah. and have someone mm-hmm. else do all the uh, all the mowing and everything. Yeah, for you. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's really cool. I mean, so, you know, we are all kind of interested in, um, as you know, 20 somethings, you know, getting into 30, like people our age are still kind of in that transition period of, okay, is what I'm doing or what I started doing right after college or high school, like, is that something I want to continue doing? Um, and then if not, how do I navigate that? And, and a lot of people our age make the, <laughs> make the decision to, oh, well, I'm going to go do something completely different that they have no experience doing. And and so, you know, kind of what we're, what we're interested in talking about here and what we've really looked at is what, how people who have 
take an experience that they've had in the past, which so you didn't have experience in fundraising, but you had experience in mowing lawns. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you took, so you took that experience and you coupled it with, uh, the sales and the cold call, you know, experience that you gained and and launching into that. So, well, and I got a lot of good advice from one, one professor in particular in college. And he said, you know, if you want to be successful, find something you love doing with something you're good at. Yeah. I think a lot of times, and we talked about this a little bit pre-show, people find something they love doing, they want to go explore that, and they mm-hmm. fail because right. it's not something they're good at. Yeah. Right. You know, if you find something you, you love doing and, and something you're good at, you know, and his, his words were, find something you love doing and something you're good at, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. yeah. Right? And, uh, and so kind of done that because I'm pretty OCD. Mm-hmm. And so mowing lawns was, I mean, you can see instantly like, yeah. this looks a lot better than right. I did when I got right. That yeah. line is real so, straight. <laughs> yeah. The grass is that no longer to my knee. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, cool. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I knew a lot of, of what you did. I knew you did adrenaline, but hearing kind of the decisions behind that it's was pretty cool. uh, yeah. really interesting. So, yeah. Um, I think that's going to take us into our draft. So, oh, boy. Um, I think you're planning on joining us for that. Yeah, um, Today we're drafting the most iconic sports moments. So as Josh alluded to, we're all kind of interested in, in sports and uh, something we talk about on the Daily. regular um, I talk about sports all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Stands. Uh, you I know. never don't talk about sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I mean, we're all huge OSU fans. I mean, we all, all went there. Um, Go Pokes. We're, we're Go huge Pokes. and seasoned OSU fans. Yeah. <laughs> we are ready to be disappointed. Which means we every our year. Hopes too high. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, um, no real rules to this draft. You know, and a lot of times when we do drafts, like we want to have experience. Like if we're drafting movies, like you can't draft a movie that you haven't seen, kind of right. thing. Mm. Well, for most iconic sports, that's pretty hard to do because um, most of the real iconic stuff happened before we were born. I mean, there's been a lot of iconic things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's been stuff happening in the last thirty years. Uh, a lot of the iconic moments happened at like the yeah. formation or early years. And well, and, and for them to be iconic or considered iconic, you know, their Stand time has time. to pass. Yeah, right. so. Um, you know, something that happened this year is probably not going to be drafted. Could be. I mean, it's possible. You could. Might not, but, might not stand up against some of the other moments. Yeah. So, Josh, as our guest, you get to make the first pick. Perfect. So, my first um, iconic sports moment is the Saints Super Bowl win, the year of Hurricane Katrina. Mm. Because that was, I think, just huge for the city you know we just dealt with the uh the hurricane and the saints to come out and win the super bowl that year when did um, when did they it was win the 05 super bowl? right uh, well that was when katrina was then yeah yeah uh the saints did not win a super bowl until 2010 2010 yeah is that right <laughs> i don't think that Either way, either <laughs> way. <laughs> it was big for the he city he brought it I- it was iconic because they br- he yeah, as they were building the city back, they won they, the Super Bowl. Yeah, and it was yeah because yeah. getting Drew Brees there, like because it was just a mess. Oh yeah, from the like, Chargers. Did deal. you ever read that book I gave you, Sean Payne's book? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It talks about it. It's a pretty awesome. Yeah, place. absolutely. So, the, him winning that was iconic for the city. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So, yeah, that's got I hadn't screw the year. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, I would say uh, in 05, they probably wouldn't have even had the 
the Super Bowl because was it in? Didn't they when they won? It wasn't in New Orleans. No, no Tampa Bay was the first team to win it. At uh, I don't know when it. This I year. I know they beat the Colts because I watched the game and I'm a huge Colts fan, so I was really disappointed. Mm. See, I thought when New Orleans won the Super Bowl, it was played in New Orleans. No. But oh, all right. Um, well, that brings me to my pick, and when I think the most iconic sports moment. I always think of Miracle on Ice, yeah. uh, mm. USA over Russia in the 1980s Olympics. Um, I mean, and that wasn't even the the gold medalist game. I mean, that yeah. was like then they to had to go on and play Finland, I think. Yeah, but, to get into the gold medal uh, I mean, Russia was just such a powerhouse at that time, and so yeah, Miracle on Ice. That's it for me. That's a good pick. Um, when I think. Uh, most iconic sports moments. I'm gonna go with Michael Phelps 2008 uh, Olympics. Ooh, that was he, I, he, the greatest Olympian to ever live. I, I mean, I knew he was, but then like I looked at his Olympic medals, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he has 23 gold medals. The next closest person has like eight. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like, the interesting thing about that one was he had won seven. Yeah. Right, and was going for the eighth. But and they were, te- and they it was were, a team event. Yeah, they were underdogs. And I think. Uh, it was a team event, and a guy on the fourth leg. Um, actually pulled through and won it for him because Phelps had dropped behind in the mm. lead there, yeah. and the guy in fourth. So he doesn't even deserve it. So he doesn't even deserve <laughs> it. He, he has went, seven. Yeah, went eight, <laughs> eight for eight. It's not real. <laughs> but no, I just think that was yeah. interesting. Like the team yeah. aspect of it yeah. is like, yeah, yeah. he it's actually not, didn't win that one for him. The fourth mm-hmm. leg did, but I mean, yeah. he was on the team. He yeah. still gets. Was the that the Ryan Lochte years or was that the twenty no, twelve? That was, was twenty twelve. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because that was Brazil. Ryan Lochte, because he had some fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, he got assaulted. (laughs) 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 I forgot about that part. I about spewed coffee all over my computer right there. My computer that I'm not using. (laughs) It's a show laptop. Yeah. He just wants to feel. I didn't want to feel left out. Like, everybody's got a laptop. I was like, might as well have mine on a blank screen open. (laughs) All right, Stan. Um, I'm. I, I was thinking about it, and uh, I think I'm going to go with the Rumble in the Jungle. Yeah, Muhammad yeah. Ali versus George Foreman uh, with the eighth round knockout. I mean, talk about iconic sports moments. That's that's huge. That that was such a big one. Um, and there were so th- th- there was so much back and forth. Um, and George Foreman was super cocky. And well, and that was the s- w- that was was that the first fight between them or the second fight? I think it's the first. Cause they had I don't because it was like the Rumble in the Jungle, mm-hmm. and then. Thrilla in Manila. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think Thrilla in Thrill Manila. I think that was sec. Or was that Frazier? Uh, I think might- that was Frazier. I don't yeah, know. I, don't, anyway, I mean, there, there are several Ali fights that you yeah. could draft, but Rumble in the Jungle, I think, is definitely the most iconic. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, and then after that. And George like Foreman, I don't know. Like, have you guys watched his TV, that old TV show with him in it um, where they travel around? What's oh, yeah. The one with Terry Bradshaw yeah. and Harry Win- Henry Winkler. Oh, we watched that at your yeah. house. Before. It's so it's so funny. It's he's, so funny. He's like, the he's, sweetest he's so, old man. Yeah, the sweetest, <laughs> nicest old guy. But <laughs> so he, yeah, hard to think about him like talking trash and like yeah. being a boxer because like and it seems like uh, that is the way a lot like these huge guys like are just like the nicest people like Francis and Gordon who just won. Well, the, the fighting is kind of taking a turn. You know, I mean, you had Muhammad Ali that was a pretty mouthy but oh, back yeah. then you didn't have the mouthiness that you have no. nowadays well yeah. now it's you all know. about trying to promote the fight because you know, yeah. they make more well, there's this beef between the two I mean, guys I, and that was a ali did the same i mean yeah that's what i said his, ali his, was the guy that did that but it, yeah uh, other than him there wasn't a lot i mean yeah <laughs> he, dominated. I mean, he so, was he historically had a promoting the oh, fights absolutely. i mean like that's what got people talking about him so much and yeah, yeah. so that people the, hated uh rumble in the jungle that was where he he 
did the rope-a-dope, I believe. Because, I mean, so Foreman was this big brawler of a guy. Mm -hmm. And so Ali just kind of, uh, you know, tired him out. And Mm -hmm. that's, that's, you know, by the eighth round, Foreman was dragging. So, yeah, yeah, very iconic. Mm -hmm. All right, Stan, second pick. Um, I think I'm going to go with my second one. And it's not necessarily (laughs) like a... (laughs) Good, don't go with (laughs) it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's your second (laughs) one, so... I think you should go for yeah, it. It's not necessarily the um, like a game or anything like that, but uh, as far as iconic moments and standing the test of time, MJ's free throw dunk I think is a huge one. Oh, the oh. it was the '88 Slam Dunk Contest. I think so. Yeah, and I mean his his whole brand is built around that Air Jordan shoes. It's him dunking it with his legs spread out. And yeah, yeah. It's just Space Jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did. Think, I did think about that. Like, <laughs> I was going to draft when Michael Jordan took down the uh, the Looney Tune. Oh. <laughs> uh, the, whatever the other team Monstars. was. Monstars. Monstars. Yeah. Yeah. Monstars. I thought that would have been funny, but that I'm not watching the new one, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why would you they yeah. ruin Why they oh. ruined it? Yeah. Um, I'll probably watch it. Um, okay. Right, so John. that is me. <laughs> Just want uh, to talk trash. I'm going to go with Tiger wins the Masters 2019. <laughs> oh, he com- 2019. He comes back. He's like he's been injured. He's gone through a big scandal. Golf is not the same without Tiger. Was it a big scandal? Well, so you like to sleep <laughs> around with a lot of women. Yeah, <laughs> forty three, wasn't it? Yeah, it was ridiculous. Gets in a car wreck, fight the injury. Has not been good for a long time, and then he comes through, wins a major. He's kind of trash again. Gets to the first car wreck, yeah. the DUI in Florida, right? Yeah, like not the second one. Yeah, so that's gonna be my second pick. Okay. Yeah. Oh, dang. So I. Okay. Well. Okay. Mm. Um, so my second pick, I am going to go with Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier. Oh! Um, I mean, Delete that talk about uh, <laughs> just a changing moment in yeah. history. I mean, yeah. um, they have a Jackie Robinson day in baseball. Yeah, well, I think it was. It was just the other day. last week. Yeah. yeah, it was last Thursday. I'm yeah. not gonna <laughs> pay attention to baseball because. <laughs> but Jackie Robinson's a cool guy. Can you mute his mic? He's a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> getting on that. Yeah. All right, John or Josh. My name's Josh. Yeah. yeah. Um, too similar. So yeah, my iconic moment would be uh, Kobe scoring sixty in his final game. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Sixty or sixty-two. It was sixty. It was 60, wasn't it? It was 60. Yeah. Scored sixty in his final game, and like just the Kobe way to go out. Yeah. It is, hmm. That was pretty crazy. Um, yeah. So. There took a lot of shots to do it, but he did it. No <laughs> one's gonna remember how many shots he took. Yeah. No one cares. Yeah. He took seventy-four he shots. He took. He took fifty. See, like a, a a lot of these. So like Kobe, Tiger. Uh, MJ, Ollie, like you could pick a lot of four or five. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think these are like the defining moments. Yeah. Like, so then I have another pick. Yeah, yeah, you have. So my next one, and John's not gonna like this one because he doesn't like baseball, but hopefully our viewers do. Oh, is when (laughs) is when Sammy Sosa hit his uh, home run uh, at the first Cubs game after September 11th and pulled out the American flag. Mm, mm. It was their fir- the Cubs' first home game. Yeah. And he got it. Hu- I mean, they went nuts because, like, he ran to first base and grabbed the little flag from yeah. the and went around, and this place goes nuts, <laughs> yeah. right? So that's, that's pretty iconic. Uh-huh. Okay. I thought you were going to say whenever the, the Sammy Sosa cork bat. No, that was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> Although he may have used one for that just to make sure he got it out. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta get this out. That was not the Sammy Sosa moment I thought you were going to talk about. (laughs) But that's pretty iconic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think 
I am going. You know what? I, I'm not sure that this this would make it back to me, so I'm going to go ahead and take it. I'm going to take punt it again, Bob. The Tyreek Hill <laughs> punt return touchdown yes. over Bedlam. Maybe not as iconic nationally, but for all of us locally, it uh, it inspires and it makes us remember the good times when. Well, until like a few weeks later when um, some other news came out about Tyreek Hill that we should not bring up on this podcast. But, fake, fake news. Yeah. Um, but OSU I mean, kicked him off the team immediately. So oh, yeah. yeah. Good. That uh, morning. That morning. I mean, it's not very often that Oklahoma State beats OU in football. No, so it's true. Honestly, that, that – John and I were there. Not like at the game, but like we were watching together and we went bananas. No, I was at the game. You were not at the game. Yeah, I went with Ronnie and Danielle. Uh, but anyway, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, but that Dave Hunziker's call on that oh. is probably is oh, awesome. Absolutely. Like I love Dave Hunziker oh, already, yeah. but like that is a great call. Yep. Um, that was so good. Mine third pick is gonna be. Uh, I kind of. I just think this is really cool. I, obviously, I didn't see it a lot because I wasn't alive, but Jesse Owens winning four mm. gold medals in the Olympic Games in Germany, yeah. just saying, screw you, Hitler, and your white supremacy. <laughs> I am better than you and all of your athletes. And it was a huge deal like, yeah. back yeah. then. Well, uh, so I, I was reading up on that before this, and I guess, uh, I mean, yeah, I liked Hitler had kind of staged the games for his own, you know, yeah. rhetoric. But um, when Jesse Owens won one of the, the events like the German athlete, like they r- ran another lap arm in arm, and yeah. so I don't know what happened to that guy, but <laughs> I uh, imagine nothing good. Yeah, we no pro- one ever probably saw him. <laughs> yeah. But, but they, they cool. made a movie. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but it's, I've seen it. It's actually a really good movie. Um, it has um, Sudeikis, Jason Sudeikis in it, and. Uh, I Jason Sudeikis? Sudeikis, Sudeikis, same thing. Sudoku, Sudoku. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a good movie. Yeah. It's a pretty good Numbers movie. are hard. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Stan. Um, I'm going to go with my third pick. <laughs> third pick, <laughs> man. Actually, go with your fourth and your third next. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I got two in a row. I can do whatever I want. Uh, I'm going to go with Wilt Chamberlain's 100-point game. Yeah. The Warrior Warriors over the New York Knicks okay. in 1962. Um, I mean, hundred points in a bat—that's crazy. Before that's the three-point line, yeah. yeah before yeah. the three-point line, because that mean, was what nineteen eighty-four, somewhere. Yeah, but that's that's insane. Uh, but I looked up it, the final. It'll score never the game. happen again. No, yeah. um, it was one sixty-nine to one forty-seven. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. I can't imagine a game scoring like an high. all-star game nowadays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, talk about iconic. Um, okay, what am I gonna do for my last one? I think I'm gonna, mm, yeah, I'm gonna go with the baseball one too. Um, uh, let's see, it's the shot heard around the world, the first, um, the first televised baseball game. Um, Thompson was able to hit a three, uh, three run home run. I'm reading this, which <laughs> shows you how much I actually know about it. Um, but oh. won, won the game for the Giants. Pandering. Hey, hey, I'm doing what I got to do. I, All right. If you're <laughs> doing to pick a baseball do. moment, I do not think this is the baseball moment to pick. But you've already too late. Yeah. No, I'm sticking with it. I don't yeah, want to go change. for it. Go for I it. don't know much about it. First televised game. First televised game. He hit a three-run home run. Won the game and the series and the pennant for the Giants. Hmm. Hmm. I did not know that. 
Now you okay. know. Now I know. <laughs> now I know too. <laughs> Iconic. All right. There's so there's so much left on yeah. my list, and I don't know where to go. Well, you have to pick one. I buy. Go with your fourth pick. Fourth pick for sure. That's uh, the one you want. Fourth pick. All right. Coming in. Let me read the card. Uh, I'm gonna go with Malcolm Butler's pick in Super Bowl 49 to seal the win for the Patriots against the Seahawks. I did have another game on there, but I think that is more iconic. Like, is that more on him or is that more on Pete Carroll calling the wrong play no, as being iconic? Running. Yeah, you have Marshawn yeah. Lynch at the one or on first down, first down, and then you throw with like 30 seconds left and, and two then, timeouts. Yeah, nut, it's nutty. Yeah, but what a I, I that moment is just like crazy. See the the. Patriots Super Bowl, I was thinking about that I have on my list, was the one over Atlanta, where they I were down 28-3. I had that one, too. And but came like, back, and Edelman has that huge grab. Catch. But I think, the, I think the pick is more. Yeah, it's, and, and Marshawn is great. Um, okay, that brings it to me. Crap. I've, yeah, I've got so many on my list, and I'm trying to figure out. So, like, I've, I've got another one for Michael Jordan that I think is more iconic than the is dunk. The shot? Nope. Um, I've got uh, another one for Tiger. And then I've just got a bunch of others. I'm like, man, this was cool. Yeah, same. I had a, um, It's hard to choose. So I, I am going to go with the MJ one. I'm going to go with Michael Jordan's flu game. Ooh, yeah. 1997 yeah. NBA Finals. Uh, well, and they've actually come out. Like, Did you watch The Last Dance? I haven't watched it yet. It's really good. Did you watch it, Josh? I did not. Oh, okay. Uh-uh. He have you actually, watched it, Josh? Yeah. <laughs> no, ruin, ruin it for us. Go ahead. Okay. It was actually, it's food poisoning. He had food poisoning, which is almost, it's probably worse than the flu. I don't I don't mm. know if you guys have ever had food poisoning. No, I have. But, but I mean, it yes. is awful. It's it bad, is. No. It's terrible. But I had the flu for the first time like a year and a half ago. Yeah. And. Are you I, sure it wasn't COVID? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, yeah, for sure. Um, and I thought I was going to die. Yeah. Both like, are really sucks. awful. I don't, yeah. Terrible, so, but that is a, so the flu a, game. Yeah, the flu game, nineteen ninety-seven finals. It is now actually food poisoning game, not flu. Yeah, yeah. but that doesn't flow very well. Yeah. <laughs> Too many the words. Food poisoning game. Yeah. yeah. So my final pick, my fourth one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is for iconic. Um, is going to be Peyton Manning's second Super Bowl win because it was his two hundredth career win and Super Bowl fifty. Mm, last and, game. Uh, and his last game. So that was the uh, one with the Broncos. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. What Super Bowl was that? I can't remember. 50. 50. Super Bowl 50. Because that's why it was just iconic. It was like Super Bowl 50, yeah. 200 wins. You know, there were yeah. so many mm-hmm. even numbers in it. And, yeah. and Peyton Manning's one of the greatest. And your OCD, you know. so you really like yeah. him. Yeah. And my OCD. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, that's my uh, final pick. So, Did you have any, like, what were some other top picks that you just didn't end up picking? Oh, I can go on forever about it. Like I had uh, the, one of mine was the Giants ruining the Patriots' perfect season. I had the David, that's pretty iconic. David Tyree helmet catch. Yeah. I think that was in that game. In that game. Yeah, that, yeah was, that was 20. Two thousand eight, Super Bowl forty two. I think it was two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yeah. I also had so, the two thousand six BCS championship game, USC Texas. I think probably one of the greatest. That was a great. One game. of the greatest football games ever played. Vince Young. Yeah, Vince Run. Just I think he had nineteen yards out. Yeah, I remember watching that game. Yeah, and he just walked in. I watched that game too, but we weren't together. So yeah. one that I, well, one I had that I really wanted to pick, but I opted against it because I wanted MJ was uh, Glory Road, yeah. the Texas Southern Championship. That was pretty, pretty 
Pretty um, I also had Battle of the Sexes, the Billie Jean King versus Bobby Riggs. Oh, yeah. Um, but I never saw that movie and don't really know much about tennis, so Same. decided not to do it. I, <laughs> see, I thought, like, I thought for the U.S. pick baseball, I thought you would pick the Cubs winning the 2016 World Series. No one cares about the Cubs. I mean, breaking a... They, that was yeah. pretty iconic. <laughs> yeah, it is. And the guy that ruined the game, like, back in the 90s. Was that 90s? Yeah. When he ruined their chance because he reached over and cut the ball, was actually at the game. Yeah. I, so, <laughs> like... Because, I mean, the 100-year curse. So, you know what I'm talking about, man. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I know what you're talking so about. So, when my... Uh, when the Cubs won the World Series, my... I was living in Tennessee, and my roommate, huge, just Chicago sports fan. He's not from Chicago. But loved the Bears, loved the Cubs. Tough um, life for him. Yeah. And, <laughs> anyway, he cried. When they won, I and cried I, when Peyton Manning retired. Well, um, <laughs> I watched that retirement speech in so, Christian in the Walmart parking yeah. lot. Oh, in yeah. the Walmart parking <laughs> lot. Yeah. Um, one other one other one that I wanted another OSU one Elite Eight win over St. Joseph's. Yeah, um, I remember that. I mean, it was, I was ten, but I just remember like going crazy oh, in wow. my house. Um, and then another one iconic for a different reason, but Mark Sanchez butt fumble. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the only um, yeah. not top ten that's made it fifty two weeks, and they retired it because yeah. they couldn't have something else. Yeah, it. it was so, so embarrassing, so funny. Uh, I thought one I thought almost drafted LeBron James's block in the two thousand fifteen NBA championship. Iguodala's, yeah. But didn't Iguodala he go blocked up? Blocked Iguodala, yeah. uh, yeah. come back from three mm-hmm. one. From oh, put it on the glass. Yeah, yeah. Down what down. Three games to one. Because that was game six, wasn't yeah. it? That was game yeah, six. They, came, was ba- they yeah. came back and won three more games. Yeah. yeah. Like, woof. Man, I could talk for. Forever. Yeah, there were so many. So many uh, to go. I, I almost drafted Cool Runnings, too. <laughs> it's such a great movie, too. Yeah. Oh I, I wanted to draft more Olympic ones, but like, I was like, yeah. I can't go all Olympic. So, yeah. um, my sister and producer Amy, their first iconic one that came to mind was some gymnast whose name I don't remember, but. Um, I guess she like broke her leg, um, and doing a vault, and then oh. on the so she had to do a, a second vault, and on the second vault she stuck the landing just with one foot. Oh yeah. wow! Um, and so I think they won gold on that, but I don't know who she is. Yeah, so I yeah. Didn't draft it. It's but. hard to go with like things like that because like yeah, you only care about gymnastics every four years unless you're from like a gymnastics family or something. Yeah, some uh, major sports. <laughs> But we don't have any gymnastics fans watching yeah. the show. I should have. I should have came out with drafting some synchronized swimming. Oh, I would have. <laughs> I would have lit you on fire. Uh, <sighs> all right. Well, that's that's gonna do it. Um, we're way over forty-five minutes, but that's um, okay. I kind of figured going with with this. I mean, we could talk for forever about sports. So, um, Josh, you went New Orleans Saints Super Bowl win, uh, Kobe's final game, Sammy Sosa. Um, home run after 9-11 and Peyton Manning's Super Bowl 50. I'm not going to read through all these. There's so many. Um, head to Twitter and uh, go vote. See us on Twitter. They're all going to be there. So um, we're going to end this show. Thank you for listening. Josh, thanks for joining. Thanks for having me. And until next time. Have a good week. Bye. Yep. See ya. Yep.